Sam Electric Ghost, and this is our continuing series of song deconstructions. On Saturday night, we wrote a brand new song, and then we played it live on Facebook Live. And uh, we were listening all day while we were Ubering and lifting, which we do to uh, buy our gear, to a Smokey Robinson uh, song that we really were enamored with. It's called Give Her Up. Um, it's a classic Smokey Robinson and a Miracle song. and we were so uh, enamored by the song that we wanted to do like a ghost version. And we did this before with a couple of songs in the past, we've done some covers. And so we decided to kind of do a cover that was kind of jazz piano focused and then kind of drifts into uh, our kind of grunge, uh, crazy horse type of sound with our guitars. And so the song, the, the initial studio version is like 15 minutes, and then the full concert version of it is like almost 39 minutes. We've always been, you know, no one can accuse us of not being excessive, but that's that's what we do. So we got over 700 plays, close to 800 plays on Facebook Live of people, you know, watching the, the video of the show. And, um, and now we're actually talking about what we did. And... We have, have this kind of stream of consciousness idea, but we took the general idea of the lyrics. On the studio version, I kind of stayed really close to the lyrics. On the live version, I got a lot looser with the lyrics and kind of reinterpreted what I what I took from the song. I kind of take it as like, you know, sometimes you're you're in a relationship and you're, you're so uh, drawn to a person, but that person's not good for you. But, you know, because of their beauty, or whether it's the physical beauty or the internal beauty or whatever, or something just keys in on, on you and you just have a, a, a total infatuation with that person. And Smokey was talking about this woman that just, just she's amazing, but she's uh, very bad, bad for you because she she doesn't really love you. She kind of just uses you. And then she leaves your heart in total pain and then she makes it kind of crazy. And then you warn your friends about her. But at the end of the day, you get second thoughts and say, well, you know, if her friend gets rid of her, you'd take her back. And at the very end of the song, after he's been saying that she, does, she doesn't love anybody but herself, because she's never going to love anybody but herself, but even though she's like that, Smokey still wants her. And so what I did is kind of flip um, the song around and having Josephine actually talk about her, this character, this woman, and she's in love with, with her. So Josephine is, is having a, you know, a female-on-female relationship with this woman, and she's enamored with her in the same way that Smokey was. And so the whole idea was, um, you know, to, to kind of draw that in. And, you know, the song focused on a DFAM beat that I created, it creates a drum line and a bass line, and I kind of kept it there. Uh, I shifted around, but it stays in the same beat. It's kind of monotonous, but that's the whole point. It's a little bit different than the original, which is really classic R&B, um, soul drumming, <clears throat> which I was gonna try. But then I say, you know what, those drummers are so good, I'm going to do a different version. It's going to keep the beat the same to make it a little different. And then I'm going to do a kind of jazz interpretation of what I feel the song is. Um, and so I just stayed in that zone. And then on on what's going on also with the weird, there's some weird modulation of uh, a System 1M actually using a, a, an older ghost track that I, I slowed down. And it's basically repeating through the whole song it, and it would kind of waving in and waving out and then we also have a morphogene uh for make noise doing 
some backward tape looping of a Fam Look Goes song at a very low level. And so the, the, the first phase of the song was all piano. Some parts of the song are heavily distorted because I, I switch into a make noise math module to get a very distorted bass line coming out with a high, very high volume <clears throat> and basically turn on uh, um, a, a setting on the, the actual trigger. There's a, a couple of settings on the, on the make noise uh, morphine where you can, not morphine, but the math module, where you can have it kind of create maybe its own oscillator and it kind of generates a signal and then you can kind of distort it or run it however you want with the filters. So I have that going on and it goes in and out based on me actually kicking it off through the button on, on the actual device on the Eurorack. And like this performance while I was in my full ghost outfit, um, which I hadn't done for a while, I actually wore the mask, which actually made it difficult to sing the song because uh, it's like it's somewhat claustrophobic. It's that's why we're going to version three O of the Phantom Electric Ghost um, costume. So it would only be like a Phantom of the Opera LED mask, not the full mask, uh, because until we can get uh, better breathing capability on that full mask, it's not the best thing for a performance. Um, but in some cases, it creates a different vibe for the the vocal, uh, and and we took advantage of it on the live version. It's got the vocal with the mask on, which you can probably hear it being slightly distorted and some ruffling and some breath sounds. And because it's a you know it's a live performance and I'm you know and I'm sweating and it's like it's it's not the easiest thing to do when you're behind the mask. And the recording it caught the life of what was going on and it seems to be appreciated on Facebook Live. We're getting a lot of people liking it. So we are still. Uh, doing these shows on Facebook Live, which we like to do to generate new material. We use these shows to actually uh, try out new material and get it out there to the fans and push our brand and show people that we are not just a studio creation. We can actually play this stuff live. And it, it kind of drives interest in the ghost. And it also gives us a way to practice uh, for real, what it would be like to actually play in front of people, which we've done before, but we've been in a studio mode this year, so we haven't been able to do a lot of live shows other than the Facebook Live shows. So we love the Facebook Live uh, format. We use our Roll and Go Mixer, the first version. There's a new version that actually has a battery and an XLR <clears throat> input, which we're interested in getting. Uh, we have been very enamored lately with all the big news on a couple of things that we're going to focus right now on the Roland uh, Axe Edge, which we feel for performance sake is probably one of our next purchases besides our OPZ from TA Engineering, Engineering, which we're going to be getting pretty soon. But the, this is a very kind of probably understated synth in terms of its importance for, for showmanship and for your stagecraft, because being able to have uh, a synthesizer that can be um, used to connect with the fans and, and actually be a good tool uh, with the Bluetooth MIDI connection to the Roland Cloud, you know, the onboard sounds and the four-part capability, uh, analog modeling behavior, really good interface on the neck for controlling all kinds of different things. I think it uh, is just a, a really good performance machine. We've been very interested in accents for a long time. You have to go find them on eBay 
or like vintage um, scent stores to try to find one that's in good condition. It's really cool that the Roland has put this back out. We're very impressed with what um, they've done with this machine. It is, is, a, is an awesome uh, successor to the original and we're very interested in getting it. Now we are still looking for a co-host. So when we interview Andy Bands uh, to talk to him, uh, we haven't been able to get a co-host on the show uh, this year. We've been trying to get people to get involved. We're waiting for somebody to actually take the hook on that. Uh, so if you're interested, please uh, connect with us on our anchor, send, uh, favorite us, and uh, send us a voice memo, and we can talk about how we can do that. So we're very um, happy with what's been going on this year in the scent world. I think this is one of the best years for scents in a long time, because we've seen the uh, Moog uh, grandmother, Teenage Engineering OPZ, uh, the Moog DFAM, uh, we've got the Korg, Korg um, um, Prologue 16 and A Voice machines, and now we have the Moog 1, which we think is going to be, 2018 is going to be known as a year that's similar to when the Jupiter 8 came out. Um, or the year that DX7 came out, you know, it's all happening in the same time period. You know, or the year when the Prophet 5 came out. So we, you know, I think I think synth players and, and producers are, are going to be very happy with the stuff that's out there today. It's a really awesome time to be an electronic musician. The tools we've got are some of the best that have ever been available for artists to be able to really express ourselves. So I think it's really important to understand with these really good hardware tools that are coming. I think some artists may, you know, if you have the ability to get some hardware, I know the VSTs let you do a lot of things, but there's nothing like having a real Moog or a real Profit or even a real Roland uh, synthesizer instead of having just a MIDI keyboard. There's the ability to really connect with an instrument and do what it was meant to do. And the more artists they actually get into using something like a Moog 1, or even a Prophet X or you know, a DFAM, it just gives you something that a VST I don't think can give you. I think they can give you the tone, they can give you some capabilities, but if you listen to the way the ghost sounds and you listen to you know our heroes, like Yes and Emerson Lake and Palmer and the great jazz artists that used the modes back in the, back in the day, there's nothing like using a real analog synthesizer, even a modern digital synthesizer, and the ability to do a knob per function, to be able to control things on the fly. And, and, and as for live performance, I would say that, you know, uh, these modern hardware sense are what you want if you're going to perform. And even when you write, I'm a big proponent. So I understand there's a lot of guys out there that want to have the bargain basement stuff, but even then, you can get a Behringer Model D. And I would say that a Behringer Model D is preferable than, than playing with a VST. Uh, so even if you can't afford a $3,000 true Model D, getting a Behringer version is, is a cool thing. Getting a Behringer 808 is a good idea. So any kind of hardware, there's some hardware you can get that isn't so expensive. So some of the excuses for it are not as valid as they used to be. And then there are flagship instruments like the Prophet X, and um, the Waldorf Quantum and the Moog One, which are really, you know, 
cutting edge flagship instruments for you know people who are really into their sound enough to, to sacrifice their money to buy something like that. But that's my big uh, push today again for these things. I'm a big proponent of hardware. You can listen to it in my sound. And you know, the ghost, we've got over 75,000 listens on SoundCloud, over 35,000 on Fanburst. Uh, we're getting you know, thousands of plays on um, our videos on Facebook and on Anchor itself, we've got over 1,300 listens. So we're doing something right. We're trying to connect in with more and more artists to talk to them. And we're hoping to, to get out there on some stages in 2019 to really kick it. So if you like what we're doing and you know some promoters that would be interested in uh, talking to the ghost, you know, send us send us, send us uh, their, their way, you know, you let them know about the ghost, show them what we got on YouTube and Instagram, and hopefully we'll be in a coming near you so you can see your friendly neighborhood ghost. Thank you.
This is Family Like the Ghost, and this is our continuing series of song deconstructions. We wrote a song last night that we call Rusted Bicycle Chain, Love is Just Like, and this is our continuing series of songs that are about heartbreak and dissonance and anime, anime and just the, you know, a love gone wrong. And so Josephine Electric, my alter ego, that I uh, have as the lead singer of Family Like the Ghost, uh, singing a song about her lover and comparing it to someone who uh, leaves a bicycle out in the rain and the chain gets rusted. And if you try to use that bike, you're kind of like riding in a place you can't really go anywhere because it's not going to it's not gonna function. It's kind of an analogy to a dysfunctional relationship that, you know, you're kind of standing in place in a situation and it's not going anywhere and it feels like you're just, you know, riding in place. That, that you're not going to ever really go forward, <clears throat> that you're kind of stuck with that rusted chain and you're not going to be able to do anything about it. You're just in this, like, friction moment and it's falling apart and it's not go. you know, you're feeling, you know, the social enemy of just uh, love gone wrong, which is the continuing theme of our Dark Ghost record, which is something we've been working on all this year. You know, Dark Ghost is the result of, uh, you know, bad situation in my life where, you know, I had had this relationship with the, of the person. It wasn't really a romantic relationship, but it just, uh, it felt like something just went wrong. You know, the fates set it up that it wasn't ever going to continue. But for the moments that it was, you know, that we did have a friendship or did have a connection, it felt really good, but then it just all came apart for all kinds of different reasons. And it's driven me to write a lot of songs. And sometimes, you know, pain, you know, is a universal truth, which I say in my song, Sado Groove, Tend Your Wounds, is that, you know, pain can drive you to do, you know, hurt yourself or hurt other people. But when you're an artist, you know, pain can drive your muse. And a lot of what I do with the ghost is, you know, transference of different things. So, you know, Josephine is transferring a relationship that I had with a woman and she's transferring it to be her having a relationship with a man. And some people might get it confused when I do Josephine thinking that, you know, what am I doing? And a lot of times it's a way for me to kind of mask something that happened in my life and use a totally different sex to talk about a situation to kind of be a little bit removed from it. But in this song, you know, we're, we're using what we typically use. We're using our hardware workflow. We're using the Moog drummer from another mother that we have in our um, Arteria 6U. We're also using um, the Make Noise math module to generate a lot of um, analog goodness that we're using it to run like an LFO type of uh, you know, modulation on a Mother 32. In addition, we have an Arturia Mini Brute 2S with the sequencer, and we're just starting to really learn how to use it. So we're using the step sequencer on the pitch, and um, we're, we're finding that it's a very interesting machine in the way you can use the two oscillators and the two LFOs, and it has like, uh, you know, a lot of capabilities in the sequencer. We've been playing with lower 
uh, beats per minute. So we were running a very low beat per minute, not 160, not 120, more like 40 um, on it, running it um, to give us the background sound. And in some cases, in this case, we were able to get really deep, 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 deep bass <clears throat> out of it. And some people would have thought it was the Moog. But the Arteria is very good at that. Um, and I really love running it through um, my Make Noise Math module. And so I do a lot of cool things with that. I run I run into Mother 32 and Arturia through the math module. There is a little bit of uh, the morphogen in this song, but not so heavy. And then we found a really good Roland Juno GI kind of new wave patch. And like I said in, in the write-up for this, it's like I'm a big proponent or big lover of the new wave. Uh, I loved the the sounds that came from, you know, the Prophet 5, the Oberheim, um, and the Jupiter 8 and uh, 106, uh, Juno 106. And those sounds are just so um, key to my growing up, you know, watching early MTV. And I was a big fan of like Duran Duran. I was a big fan of, uh, you know, Joy Division and um, Echo and the Bunnymen and The Cure. And it was just, the sound from those days it seems to be coming back in bands like Churches you know, the resurgence of Nine Inch Nails and, you know, anybody who uses synths and is really excited about synthesizers and how you can use them as not just background instruments, but as like lead instruments. And this typical, you know, typically I do a, like a harder edged kind of guitar focused industrial song, but this one's a total new wave song and I've got some cool silences in it, which, you know, typically on a fan like a ghost song, we don't do a lot of breaks. We probably should, uh, but this song, I was using my MX-1 performance mixer to create the breaks. So what you can do is you can, you know, run it to a bit crush and then run it to a roll. The roll will stop everything and then you can kick it back in. So what I'm doing is I'm using the effects on MX-1. The initial effect is the digital effect that's being applied. And then I don't have it applied to the, to the synth sound. I have it being applied to almost every other sound so it can pretty much stop all the sounds so we you know so i hit the digital effect is the initial effect that we have and everything's getting routed through it the dfam and uh, the arteria it's coming through the mx1 then going to the zoom r24 because i have dual mixers i think i've talked about that and i use the initial mx1 to ch take monophonic signals and turn them into stereo signals into the zoom that's just a technical thing i'm doing but then the control over the sound in real time is really cool and I probably should do this more is being able to put the brakes in uh, with the roll actually you know stops everything and then I can just kick it back with with the hitting it back into the digital delay and then I also can play with the scatter and I can play with you know, all these different effects to put brakes into the song because even though you got sequencers running instead of stopping the sequencer you can use the effects to stop the music and then start it and um, that's why the structure of the song is a little different than what I've had before. And it's more like a new wave, <clears throat> kind of maybe like a Cure song or Echo and a Bunnyman song. Um, I've been feeling Joy Division a lot. Ian Curtis was like phenomenal in his voicing, his voices, uh, his voice uh, affectation on his songs. And just the whole structure of what they did was like their initial goth sound that we got later with the Cure and Echo and the Bunnyman. Um, we get a preview of that with Joy Division.
you know, and uh, Joy Division was always a big draw for me. Um, when I was younger, I didn't fully understand their impact, <clears throat> but I'm very much a big fan of them now. I've been listening to them really hard, and I feel that, you know, the emotion that was coming through their song, the Desolation Anime, I like to import those things into my music. I like to put, you know, stories into what I'm doing, so... A lot of EDM sometimes is just dance focused. Uh, what I like to do with electronic music is actually have it song story focused, and uh, that is uh, it's my choice. To I believe in this genre that you can be a songwriter. You can take classic songwriting techniques in terms of lyricism and, and storytelling, and and use electronic music to do that. And I believe there's a lot of bands that are doing that today, but I've been doing it for, since two thousand eight. Um, so one of the things that we're we've been very interested in is uh you know any kind of vocal transformation. We use a VTO three. It's just been announced as a VTO four, which seems to be a wider uh, capabilities. It's like now a harmony command, a harmony setting, and it looks like you can apply it to podcast or you could use a USB connection and and apply the vocals. Uh, so I'm very interested in using that to to do. Something we were trying to do, we actually have a Josephine Electric anchor um, set up, and we were going to go and do uh, interviews as Josephine. And this VTO4 looks like that will probably be able to give us that capability. And our idea was that we would use our studio electronics microphone, link it to the VTO4, hook it up to our laptop, or hook up to our, our iPhone and do a podcast through Anchor with being Josephine or being the ghost and using our vocoder to do the interviews. So we're hoping to do that. That goes toward our fan support. If you are interested in helping us uh, do some cool things, you can subscribe to the ghost. And if you subscribe at the $4.99 or $9.99 level, we will provide you with uh, Amazon.com CD of a ghost album. We had three albums when we first came out um, in uh, 2016. Uh, you could get one of the three albums, and uh, if you support us and we see that you, you're, you've uh, subscribed and you give us your information on mailing information, so we would contact you to get your mailing address and then send you the CD. We won't send you a lot of unsolicited information. We'll just send you the CD. If you want information, you can say you want it. Um, and we can send you voice memos through Anchor if you favored us on Anchor. And that goes toward people who'd want to be involved in interviewing indie artists. This week, we're going to interview Christina Passion, which we've inter- who, who we've interviewed before. She has a really cool video for a new song that she's done that's on uh, YouTube and it's been on Instagram. So we're very excited about our OPZ that we ordered. It will be coming in November. Uh, we're excited about the Bluetooth implementation on it, hoping that we can actually use it to link with the with a Roland um, guitar, which uh, the guitar that were really awesome, you know, awesome, you know, it's an awesome thing to have it come back is the Axe Edge, which we're probably going to be getting as well. Uh, we think that that allows a keyboard to kind of stand out front and the connection between a OPZ and that machine with a Eurorack would be a pretty good um, setup for my, my mobile setup for going on the road. And we're hoping to uh, do some road shows. We've been doing our Facebook live shows, and we've got pretty good response to the last show we did, which was uh, our interpretation of uh, 
give give it give her up the smoke and robinson in uh the miracle song that we retitled as let the girl go uh with the g-r-r-r-l and josephine you know doing the lead on that we're very uh happy with the response we got from that song and uh we we're trying to see if we can put it out we it's a slight you know it's not a full cover so sometimes when we go through our publisher if it's not a full cover song um sometimes they won't put it out if it's too different than the original but i thought the whole point of doing the cover sometimes is not to exactly do it um so sometimes uh you know it depends on what they do. I mean, I did some Bobby Womack covers. Uh, the girl's got to have it. Or the woman's got to have it. And it wasn't exactly even in the same key and they accepted it. Um, I tried to do um, uh, some other covers and, and they, 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 wouldn't, they wouldn't pass muster with them because they were too radically different, which I thought, you know, was the whole point. But sometimes doing a cover. But we're very excited about... You know, this year again, and since technology with the Moog One being released, it is uh, a little out of the range of most people, even myself right now. Uh, but we're hoping that we're getting in talks with a lot of different indie labels and people we've been talking to about opportunities and hoping that going forward we'll get some more support so we can uh, look into getting a Moog One and then maybe farming out our services to provide synth uh tracks for people uh unlike just supplying loops we would create custom synth uh, uh you know full full orchestrated full um thought out songs or accompaniment to songs that we could provide artists uh using that we have pretty good equipment already that we've been collaborating with people on the net um so our collaborations, we had uh, a collaboration with, uh, you know, uh, Stefan Kid that we did back in the day with DJ Squash Kid, and then we did a collaboration with All Control K out of Los Angeles to Infinitum, which is still out there. We did a collaboration with Lonnie Claire, um, and so and we had a collaboration with Met- Metaflow uh, that we did Wounded Room. And so we're, we're looking forward to seeing if we could do another collaboration this year with Stefan Kidd and uh, seeing if we could do a um, project with uh, the Heritage from Bermuda. So the Ghost has been doing pretty good this year. We got over 1,300 listens on Anchor. We're getting about 1,300 listens on SoundCloud per month. So we're boosting that up. We got almost 4,000 uh, plays on Spotify and iTunes and Tidal. So, you know, we got, as I indicated before, over 75,000 listens on SoundCloud, about 35,000 listens on Fanburst. So we're we're doing pretty good as an indie act, but, you know, even with all those lessons, we don't really get a lot of compensation. We do it for the love of the music. And so if anybody's interested as a band that hears this and wants to get interviewed, you know, give us a contact uh, through our... Little, just like ping us on our anchor you can do a voice memo if you do a fa- a favorite on us and um that would be pretty cool and we'll we'll get in touch with you thank you very much and keep on supporting your in- favorite indie artists by buying their merch buying their album see it going to their shows bye